1: Welcome to the podcast, Appetite for Distortion, episode 224. My name is Brando. Guest today, Stone Gossard of Pearl Jam. I'm excited. I know you're excited by all the, the questions you submitted on Facebook and on Twitter. I'll see what I can get to. My time is a little bit limited. I've spoken about these radio tours that some of my guests are a part of, so Stone is doing I think maybe fifteen to twenty interviews this morning in a, a span of two two and a half hours, and that's a lot of talking for him. But but it's uh, it's it's awesome, and I'm grateful for whatever time he gives because uh, he's promoting new band, new album, Painted Shield. Their self titled debut comes out November 27th, and it's cool he got to put this out because well he was supposed to be on tour with Pearl Jam right now, but you may have heard there is a, a worldwide pandemic going around. So at least he's he's doing something. So we're going to talk to him about that. And of course, Guns N' Roses. And stick around after the interview as we're going to uh, open the box, the mailbox that is, in a segment we call Mr. Mailstone. And just read some of your comments you've been sending in about the podcast, because I always want to acknowledge all of you. I mean, you're the reason why I have the platform to interview Stone Gossard. So let's not waste any more time. Hey Stone, uh, it's nice to—it's an honor to speak with you today.
0: Yeah, great, Brian. Thanks for having me on your show.
1: I got to say, congratulations, of course, on a uh, painted shield. Uh, I, I got to ask though, would you call this a—I mean—a a silver lining, a small little silver lining in, in this year? Because I know you are supposed to be on tour right now with Pearl Jam. Is this kind of like a blessing to come out of it, or how do you look at it?
0: <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I think in this time, uh, sort of the small things and uh, and, and and any sort of collaborations and projects that you can do with people that you love. And, um, as particularly creative projects are, uh, that's what we got right now. So, um, in this particular case, we're lucky that we, you know, we started this record about six years ago and, uh, we started it making it virtually when we did it to start out with, just sharing Dropbox files. And, um, we were able to kind of continue on doing that. And, um, in the last year and a half, it got real, uh, it got real hot and heavy and we got across the finish line with, um, with Matt Chamberlain um, uh, joining and uh, Brittany Davis, the Seattle singer songwriter, who's who's great. Uh, Matt Chamberlain wrote two or three of the compositions on the, on the record and uh, including I am your country. Um, So it's been fun to work with him. Um, It's it's been a real uh, bright spot for sure. Um, And, and, you know, we're going to get back out and and make these dates up at some point. You know, we're all going through this big crisis together. and um, I know it looks um, bleak right now, but I'm, I, I feel optimistic that, um, we will get through it and, um, and, and we will be, uh, playing some live rock and roll again, um, on the road. Um, it's just, it's just going to be a little bit longer. It looks like
1: if you're optimistic, then I'm optimistic. um, aside from the, the <laughs> it's dry...
0: <hard>. Every, <laughs> I know it's, 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 it's a, it's a tough time for sure. And, uh, the depression is a serious issue right now for sure. Hmm.
1: Uh, aside from the, the Dropbox portion of collaborating, what was the ma- what's the major difference with the songwriting process for Painted Shield and with Pearl Jam and working with Eddie?
0: I don't, I don't think it's too much of a difference. You know, you're writing riffs and you're, you know, bringing stuff in and you're trying to get your band excited about it. And, uh, you know, if people either connect with a song or they don't. And I think, you know, I've, I've sent Mason quite a few things and, and, and he would connect with certain things and then we'd start working on those. And... Um, I, I, I tinker and write lots of songs all the time. So I write way more songs than Eddie could possibly ever listen to. <laughs> and uh, so sometimes I, I stop bugging him with more of my ideas. Um, and uh, I, I, I work on stuff that, um, um outside of Pearl Jam. And, and this, is, this has been a great, great collaboration. Um, Mason's a fantastic singer and such a great lyricist. And um, he's, a, he's a lot of fun. And, uh, it's been, it's been fun to really, um, we, we really have, uh, shared with each other a lot on this record, um, trusting each other in terms of, uh, uh input that he's taken from me and vice versa. And, and also just sort of seeing the, the sort of how other elements can add to it Our uh, the guy that mixed it, this guy, John Congleton, incredible mixer, um, really came in and did some fantastic work on the record right at the very end. So We've, we've been we're really blessed to have a lot of really talented people on the record
1: and one of those talented people because I know you mentioned uh, Matt Chamberlain kind of finished off the the roster but you uh you did have Josh freeze for a while so I'm, I'm curious uh what well, it was Josh, like yeah. yeah Josh
0: Freeze plays, plays drums on uh on two two of the tracks maybe three he plays on uh he plays on time machine uh other some electronic drums as well um, and also evil wins so, uh, yeah, Josh Freeze is a good friend and, and, and plays on it as
1: well. You know, Josh, um, if, I don't know if you, if you have like a, a schedule in front of you about all the stations you're working with or uh, my buddy Dylan has been telling you, but the name of this podcast is Appetite for Distortion. So we look at everything through a uh, six degrees of, instead of Kevin Bacon, G&R Bacon. So Josh, oh, yeah, yeah, totally. so Josh Freeze, you know, he had his moment in the sun with Guns N' Roses. So it leads me uh, to this question, and I'm curious if uh, maybe you can dispel a rumor uh, a few years ago, uh, a friend of the show, a former manager of GNR, Doug Goldstein, uh, revealed that Pearl Jam was supposed to go on tour, possibly uh, with with Guns N' Roses when Ten hit, uh, with along with U U2. two and U two's manager was down with it. And when Doug tried to reach out to Pearl Jam's manager, he was quickly shut down. And that's according to Doug. So I, is that true, or is there anything you can shed I, light I, on? I, I, that's,
0: that's that's juicy gossip is what that is. Okay, I've never heard it, but. I mean, who knows? So if somebody somebody thought the idea was that U two and Guns N' Roses and Pearl Jam would all go out together.
1: Yeah, that was that was the that was uh, apparently that, that Axel. That's a, what apparently, according to Doug, Axel Rose asked Doug to put that tour together when Tenton was getting hot.
0: Oh, okay, went. yeah, yeah. I believe that Axl Rose would have that kind of an idea, and, and maybe you know. But U two at that point they weren't doing it. I mean, U two was the freaking biggest fan, and I mean they're still the biggest fan in the world probably, but. Um that's a, that's super juicy gossip. I never heard of nobody ever asked me.
1: <laughs>
0: okay. All right. Nobody said, Hey Stone, do you wanna go out with do you wanna go out with you and Guns N' Roses? I was like, Where how, how can we fit all that equipment in one space? Too much. <laughs> you
1: know, since there's you're, too many romance. I mean I I guess. I mean now it just kinda makes me feel hopeful for when the world when the apocalypse is over, who knows what could possibly happen in the uh in the future yeah. do you know are you friends like with any it. of those guys uh because slash likes to collaborate are you friends with any of the guys from gnr
0: yeah. well duff mckagan is a seattle right you know fixture and uh, duff is a total gentleman and, and i've met duff uh, a handful of times and he's uh, very good friends with lots of mutual friends and it's funny you know we're putting a record out on um you know loose groove we just started this label again which is the label that uh painted Shields coming out but uh One of the records that's coming out next year that I'm the most excited about is this record called The Living, which is Duff McKagan's songwriting in 1982 with Greg Gilmore from Mother Mother Love Bone on drums. They have a band called The Living. And this record is the coolest rock, punk rock, blast from the past, 1982, before it all struck here. And you can hear uh, Duff McKagan, his songwriting prowess and his lyrics, freaking great like so complete and uh it's going to be a pleasure to go out and talk about how much i love this record and uh, how excited i am that loose group gets to put it out because it's uh it really shows you how ahead of his time Jeff kagan was and how really you know he's the uh he, he he is probably the centerpiece of of the seattle sound in terms of uh really influencing the people that um ended up sort of getting a lot of credit for it. But uh, Duff was up here uh, making it happen before he went to Los Angeles to make Guns N' Roses
1: happen. Right on. And I know you. I don't have you here for, for too much longer because, yeah, you can say Duff is ahead of his time, but it's said of you as well. You know, you, you helped form what we call grunge before it, it truly broke. So I would be remiss if I didn't ask uh, maybe to reflect on Mother Love Bone. and uh, it, it, Where do you think maybe you would be if if uh you know Andrew happened to be uh you know if alive today what do you think would you would you have stayed you think that would have lasted mother love bone or um would temple of the dog not have happened like I know it's hard to kind of play that what if game but what do you yeah. think you, you might be today if uh we, we hope if Andrew I I, you know, I,
0: I I really I really don't know I, I I think that even in mother love bone I think we were uh as much as we were doing something pretty cool. Um, I, I, think that we still weren't, um, aware of how much of an opportunity and how much of a blessing we had with Andy Wood. And, um, I just would want Andy to have explored music, uh, in all sorts of different ways. And, um, you know, I, he, his influence in my life and the people that I, that, that knew him and loved him is, is profound. And, uh, his charisma and his um the nature of of how people were so drawn to him and so uh he gave so much love to people and he had such a uh, such a thoughtful way about him and was so funny and disarming and and it was so he, he had such humility um it, it's really a uh, I, I just think back and uh, that that we missed an opportunity to uh, to really elevate him and to really take care of him in a way that I wish that we were able to do. Um, but at that time, you know, we were just all hungry and just you know trying to prove ourselves, and I think we we spent too much time trying to prove ourselves and not enough time trying to uh, really listen to um, somebody who had a lot of wisdom at, at that time. So uh, it's 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 a mixed feeling I have, you know, I, I I'm mm-hmm. not sure that we, I'm not sure that we really, we really cared for Andy as well as we should have.
1: Uh, well, you know, I, I, often talk about mental health on the show. So I mean, Andy, Wood is somebody that comes up often? And, uh, I'll ask this real quick because another name that comes up often is, uh, is Chris Cornell. Is there, Yes, yeah. a real quick question. Is there maybe one word you can describe Chris with and, and maybe one word the, uh, the Temple of the Dog reunion meant to you?
0: Yeah, I mean, it's 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 not one word, but the the joy I felt. You know, I have been thinking about him, and I think about um, how much again. Where we felt so lucky to be on that tour, and for him to be like wanting to do a Temple tour, and and for him to come up, and you know, the first day of him coming in, and we're you know, we were working on trying to get these songs back together again was just so good to us. He's such a great musician. And we were sort of, you know, we were, we were playing the songs pretty good, but we went out there and hack a little bit. We weren't totally on top of our game when we got going. Um, but the songs were so good. And you listen to that record and how did he write the, the wisdom on that record that he, and the, and the, and the generosity of spirit that he sort of was able to capture in, in terms of making a record about for his, for buddies that weren't even in his band mm. looking out for, um, um, for somebody else I mean its it, it just shows you the power of of, of generosity and in and art and, and it shows you his um just wisdom in regards to his voice uh, his his trans his translating that that art into his voice and um and just the, the power i mean he just he he had a magic to his um uh, to his art that was just it's unbelievable. And the fact that we got to even be part of that is, is ridiculous. You know, Um, it's, it's like a dream thinking back now that that actually happened, but um, it did, you know, Mm -hmm. it did. And it's, and it's, and it's still a, it's just a very strange thing. Um, And for us, you know, we were also thrilled to kind of be around him, but I, I'm not, you know, he was excited, but did he get, did he have that comfort from somebody else, you know, I just, I hope that he did, you know, I just hope that he did. And, um, it, it, it sometimes I, I don't know, you know,
1: I, I do. I hope we can do this again, Stone. I uh, started to end on a, I guess, a down note, but thank you so much for your time and your contribution. No, it's to all good. I appreciate
0: your, I appreciate your honesty and your, and your thoughts. I, 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 I'm, I'm happy to, I'm happy to talk about Chris thank and you. Andy.
1: Hope we can do this again. Thank you so much, Stone. Yeah. Thank you so much man, do I hope I can get him on again. And you could kind of tell that he wanted to keep going, that he was appreciative because, I mean, yeah, everyone wants to talk about Pearl Jam. Who wouldn't? But who's asking about Andy Wood? You know, who's diving deep into into Temple of the Dog? And while, yes, those are questions I wanted to ask, you wanted to ask those questions as well. So just thank you to every single one of you who uh, submitted questions. And I'm sorry if, you know, because there was a lot I had to leave on the cutting room floor. I just... I didn't have time. So let's uh, hope we get Stone back on again. So while I couldn't acknowledge all of you during the interview, let's do a segment where I get to acknowledge you directly when you submit your, your comments, your your reviews, wherever you contact me. Uh, let's read them in a segment I'd like to call Mr. Mailstone.
0: Here's the mail, it never fails. It makes me want
1: to wag my tail. When it comes, I want to wail. First, let's actually read some comments from Apple Podcasts. I haven't read these in a while. The reviews that you get to put in. And please, I encourage you to, to go to Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. If there is a rating section, uh, which there is on Facebook as well. Many reviews are up there as well. If you can leave a rating or a review, please do so. That's Not only does it just well, you know fill my heart with joy and slowly chip away at my depression... Uh, which <laughs> which may never go away, uh, but it lets others know about the podcast. It lets us, as a whole, as as, as a whole podcast community of this AFD show community, like, get bigger and better guests like Stone Gossard. Because if other people didn't know about this podcast, no way that would have happened. No way could I have had Laura Jane Grace or uh or D Snyder. I think that's that's going to be my example going forward because D. All I did was email the guy. And I have some connection to, to D, but it, it just never worked out that way. So this was just a blog. I'm like, I got to get him on the show. I'm like, let me just try this way. And I just sent uh, an email to his website. So really no management, no label, no uh, special radio connection. And they looked. At, they must have looked into it, obviously, before they responded because they said D is down for this. That's quite a guest list. Uh, what I, uh, what is his uh, six degrees of G&R bacon? So just based upon who we are, what this show is, that's how we got D Snyder. So that's why I always encourage you to leave reviews because people do read them, including well manage- management labels. <laughs> uh, so the first one, uh, this is from glanum Three. Okay, it's obviously just a you know a username. If you like Guns N' Roses. By the way, it's five stars. These are all five stars. <laughs> it's not even like I'm leaving any one stars or two stars. on. I don't think I... I may have a four star out there, but everything is just, it's all fives. Uh, Brando gets it done. This is an entertaining and engaging podcast. Some of the guests have interesting stories that you won't hear anywhere else. Absolutely. You will not hear anywhere. I, that's, I pride myself on that. I don't want to ask the same questions. And that was something I really wanted to make sure with Stone Gossard. So... This, by the way, you may hear the kids uh, walking across my, my uh, the sidewalk outside my apartment right now as I, I continue to do this out of my apartment in Queens. So it's just, you know, I'm getting the interview stone gossard on my couch in my apartment because of the pandemic. So uh, silver linings. So, uh, but the point being, like, you can't hear these interviews anywhere else. And I wanted to make sure, like, with someone who, with stone gossard who's being asked Probably the same questions over and over again. Yes, of course, we going to talk about Painted Shield, his new band we're supposed to, and that's what he's, you know, promoting. And, of course, Pearl Jam, uh, you know, things following up about the tour, any 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 rumors, any of that stuff, you know, about, like, Pearl Jam itself. But just to, you know, find out about Temple of the Dog and, and to find out about Andy Wood, and I'll, I'll be honest with you, I was talking to uh, my buddy Dylan, who, uh, who I work with at Premier Radio Networks, who's running this radio tour for, with Stone. And again, that's something that I, I've i also done. I just haven't been able to do that since in quarantine. It's like the one thing I can't do in quarantine is run these radio tours. I just, I got to get us like a second phone line. They may hook me up with that in the future. But uh, anyway, so I was like texting Dylan. Did anyone ask about this yet? Did anyone ask about that yet? So I, I guess I kind of cheated a little bit. Uh, but still, that's something I always, I always try to do. I mean, I think that's why I, you may feel that I get the best out of my, my guests because I try to go out of my way to, to just engage them and to make them feel like it's not a yes, no, yes, no, and they're telling the same story for, you know, the 50th time or whatever. Uh, next comments on Apple uh, Podcasts. This is from uh, Will Sterrell, uh, and it says, Great content and great interviews. Good work, Brando. Best GNR-related podcast Out there, thank you so much. Uh, this one from Shackler's Revenge, yes, I love the uh, the username you may have just put to uh, to put in there. Oh, by the way, this one, Shackler's Revenge, is from Great Britain, and the other one just says the United States of America. So, if you, I mean, if you leave a comment or review or whatever, I would love to know where you're from because we literally have listeners all over the world. Uh, I, you know, people who don't speak English as their first language writing to me. And thankfully, these social media outlets have an easy translate button. Uh, So, anyway, Shackler writes, Anyway, Shackler writes, the go to GNR pod. Love the pod, my go to anything for GNR. Brando gets all the scoops and his passion for all things GNR really shines through. Keep up the good work. Thank you so much, Shackler. That means a lot. Uh, There's a couple other comments I want to read. Because, I, again, I, I do my best to acknowledge all of you on social media. That's why you see me go like crazy on your comments. Um, you know, I'm always, you know, yeah, whether it's on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, I I don't know. I'm crazy. I guess we all have our phones in our hand all the time. But I really try to, you know, if you're putting the time in to uh, acknowledge me and write a comment, I want to put it back. And I'll and actually, this is a good segue. Uh, I want to give a shout out to, uh, to Dave Bowden who comments on a lot of my stuff, uh, specifically on Facebook, and he, he inboxes me. Uh, Dave, I, I hope I, I'm okay uh, reading this. It's nothing uh, re- revealing. Uh, sorry if I comment too much. Been a hard year. Your page and gibbos are the best. Well, I told Dave, and I'll say it again here, no apology necessary. Like, I, I, please, please comment. and Engage. And, and that's how... You know, not only is that just fun for you, and yes, this has been a hard year for all of us, so if I can, and this show can provide any relief from that, I mean, it's providing me relief, you know, doing this podcast, uh, whether it's the on-air version or social media, it's providing me relief, so if I can do the same thing, you know, well, that's that's what I want. Uh, I just may not be able to uh, have a full-on conversation because uh, there's a lot of listeners who that's kind of a, all I do. Like, they may not comment, and they'll just... Uh, which is amazing. They will send me YouTube links or articles or topics, and it's just like a constant conversation. So, uh, but I, I no one seems to have been ever been offended by it. But I'm kind of just kind of quick and short with answers because I just I just can't have a whole whole back and forth. Um, but I will respond. So, Dave, please 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 uh, keep commenting. Uh, this one is from uh, Michael Kane. Oh, it's Kane, my God. Sorry, my uh, Jim Ross threats came up. Uh, Big fan. My first episode was Dave Kushner. Take care and keep going. Thank you so much, Michael. Dave Kushner, I'll never forget it. He was episode 20. I mean, I I have a very poor memory, but that's something I'll never forget. And I will never forget what Dave did for the show and for me. That The original interview was so good, and it'll never be heard. The reason is because I fucked up. You may have heard this story. I was so just excited that when it was done, and I think I just tried to edit it so fast and copy-pasting, I ended up just copying over and pasting over the wrong thing, and instead of it being a whole hour-and-a-half conversation, I, it just came out to three minutes. I don't know what the fuck I did. So I, I'm just never that quick anymore. I just, I, you know, check your work. Just check your work. <laughs> I've made plenty of mistakes. So uh, I had to apologize to Dave Kushner. I just, at the time, I was communicating him uh, through Twitter. And I said, I, I, I'm embarrassed. I'm sorry I wasted your time. This is just what happened. And he got back to me almost right away and said, let's do it again. And we, we didn't fake the conversation. If you go back and listen to it, I was honest about what I'm telling you right now, what happened. It was just some of the, the the organic moments that came out of that first conversation, you know, were special, and uh, it's something that always bothered me, but I'll always be grateful for uh, for Dave coming back on the show and grateful for Michael following me since uh, episode twenty, and this is episode two hundred and twenty four. So thank you. Uh, last one, I will write. Oh, I will read rather. Uh, this is from Lee Danko from the UK. Kind of acknowledge first the amount of listeners we have from the UK and Australia. Those are the two countries or you know two regions that really stick out to me. Just incredible. Thank you. Uh, so Lee writes, a class podcast fella. First listener, uh, first listen to the Joe List and Shannon Doc podcast last night. And uh, I'm all in dog. Best. <laughs> oh, I love it. I could have said it better myself, Lee. So if you want to be a part of the next Mr. Mailstone, just know leave a review on apple Podcasts. i'll read it on here or you can send me a message you can always send me an email at the afd show at gmail.com facebook.com slash the afd show uh, twitter appetite for distortion on instagram a lot of ways to reach me and I, i always just want to show gratitude because there's no way i could be doing this without you so until next time when will be the next episode of appetite for distortion who will the guests be well in the words of axel rose concerning chinese democracy you'll see it I don't know if soon is the word. No! Fuck it! No! Thanks to the lame ass security, I'm going home.